welcome back to Femininity After Dark. I am your host, Keandria Belus, and this week we will talk about why it's important to send mixed signals. So why is it important to send mixed signals? Well, once people are aware of your presence and perhaps vaguely intrigued, you need to stir their interest more before it settles on someone else. What is obvious and striking may attract their attention at first, but that attention is also short-lived. In the long run, ambiguity is much more potent. Most of us are much too obvious. Instead, be hard to figure out. Send mixed signals. Be both tough and tender, both spiritual and earthy, both innocent and cunning. A mix of qualities suggests depth, which fascinates even as it confuses. An elusive, enigmatic aura will make people want to know more, drawing them into your circle. Create such a power by hinting at something contradictory within you. So take a moment and think, what is it about you that may appear to be contradictory to other people? For example, you could be someone who appears to be very innocent and sweet, but you have this dark side to your personality. And so this will cause people to be intrigued by you. They'll be like, okay, what is it to this person? There's there's something about them that I can't quite figure out and I want to know more. It's important though that you don't you don't overdo it. So you don't want to seem like you just you don't have it all together, like you're like you're losing it as we speak. You know, you don't want to be too much on the dark side. And I'm just giving an example here. You don't want to be too much on the dark side to the point where people kind of fear you and stay away. But you don't want to be so innocent and sweet that you're a doormat either. You kind of want to be somewhere in the middle and, you know, just gauge, use your discernment and whatnot when it comes to that. Don't overdo it. Don't try too hard. Because remember, we talked about this before. Trying too hard gives off this energy of insecure. I need this attention. And the thing is, you never want your target to feel like you need their attention. You want them to feel like they need attention from you. They should be honored to be in your presence, to have you speaking to them, to have you interested in them. They should never feel like you are craving their attention and like you need it, right? You don't want to be the one who appears to be addicted, and so here's another level uh, level or layer. I couldn't figure out which one I wanted to say. This is another layer of mixed signals. You don't want to be too distant and cold and cause your person to forget about you. But you don't want to be so into them that you put them on a pedestal and you become the suffocator or you become, you know, a doormat. And you just crave this person and you need this person. 
I hope that makes sense. You definitely want to have a balance. And like I always tell people, I am huge on practicing self-concept. It has completely changed my life. It's completely changed my outlook on life and my thoughts about myself and how I interact with people. And so I would definitely encourage all of you, if you don't know what self-concept is, it's just your concept of yourself. It's how you view yourself. And that causes other people to see you in that way as well. Because a lot of the time, people treat us the way that we believe that they will treat us. I don't believe that everyone is us pushed out in the sense of people are a reflection of who we are. I think that people are a reflection of who we believe ourselves to be. And so if you have this idea of yourself and it's not so great, it's not so beautiful, then you will, you know, kind of radiate that energy. That energy is going to come out of you and project out and people are going to treat you like you're not that great or you're not that beautiful doesn't mean you're not great it doesn't mean you're not beautiful it's just your idea of yourself and so it's important for you to work on your self-concept first and foremost for this to work because nothing can proceed in seduction unless you can attract and hold your victim's attention So what happens if you don't believe that you're worthy of that attention? What happens if you're too thirsty for that attention? You push your person away and you don't want to do that. One thing that you can do to improve your self-confidence and also have more of a presence in your person's mind, in in their thoughts, your physical presence must become a haunting mental presence. And this is a direct quote from The Art of Seduction by Robert Greene. Your physical presence must become a haunting mental presence. And so it doesn't necessarily matter what your physical features are, but there has to be something about you that draws attention. It could be your style. It could be the way that you walk, the way that you move about in the world. It is said that Cleopatra knew how to make it look like she was gliding across the floor when she walked into a room and people would stop and stare. She just knew how to create this physical presence for herself. And that takes a level of confidence. Now, if you don't have that confidence, if you don't have Beyonce level confidence just yet, that's fine. You can fake it until you make it. Watch people who are extremely confident and emulate them. Pay attention to the people and the figures that you really admire. You admire them because... What they have, you also possess. Otherwise, you would not be attracted to them in the first place. Like attracts like. So if you love Rihanna, if you love Megan Thee Stallion, whoever it is that you just find yourself being drawn to, you listen to their music for confidence, you love their style, really find what it is about them that resonates with you. What is it about their style, their look, their personality, the way that they carry themselves that you feel you also possess? And take bits and pieces from everybody and build your own character. This is how you create a physical presence in the world. And I want you to remember, seduction isn't just about love. It's not just about lust. It goes so much deeper than that. You can use this to, to, to seduce the whole world. 
okay? What do you think that celebrities, like I've mentioned before, have done? They have seduced the world. That's why they're celebrities. That's why they're stars. That's why their presence is so big, because they pay attention to those details. They make sure they're, that they're always on brand, and they're always reinventing themselves. That is how celebrities create mixed signals, right? Rihanna's evolution is a perfect example of that, and it was executed so perfectly. Eventually, I want to make content about personal brands and how to really become a presence in the world and become like celebrity. That's something that I am incredibly interested in. But Rihanna's evolution is a prime example. It is a perfect example of sending mixed signals and changing it up and being this complex person. I just, I, I absolutely love her. And I, I want to get more into that. Uh, when I have more time and and really make content that caters to the people who don't just want to use seduction for love and romantic partnerships. There's nothing wrong with that. But the people who want to take it a step further and want to build their career, build their brands using the art of seduction, most likely that content will be on my TikTok. So look out for that. My TikTok is Keandria Bell Woos. Also make sure to follow me on Instagram for updates, underscore Keandria Bell Woos. Join our Facebook group, Femininity After Dark, so we can have these discussions. I give advice and tips in there and we support each other. And it's just a really awesome community filled with amazing and beautiful women who are amazing I, like that's the only thing I can say is we're, we're all so amazing I love that for us but the point is be complex and interesting you don't want to be boring you don't want to just have this one layer to your personality you want to be something otherworldly in a way like you want to be rare you want people to be like, wow, I don't know if I've ever met someone like this. See, the mistake that a lot of people make, they play it too safe. And they want to be just this stereotype because it's easy, right? But that doesn't hold people's interest for long. You need to be able to explore all parts of yourself, all range of emotions and feelings and interests. Now, that doesn't mean you share it all right away. You give it to them little by little to maintain that mystery and to keep them coming back for more because now they want to they wanna know what they're going to find out about you next week, you know? And you, you don't want to play it safe. That's the most important part of this is don't play it safe. Always remember that dark femininity is really about allowing ourselves to experience the fullness of who we are. The difference between light femininity and dark femininity is that dark feminines are not afraid to be 
who they are. Now, we're very strategic about it when we're smart, you know, like when we know what we're doing, when we're studying the art of seduction, when we're studying uh, 48 Laws of Power and, and all these other books that I love. <laughs> when we're really putting our focus and our intention there, we're smart about it, but we do allow ourselves to feel the full range of our emotions. We allow ourselves to be wild and free and who we are, and we don't put ourselves in a box. And so this works to our advantage even more because we're not afraid of upsetting people. We're not afraid of... of uh, <laughs> I don't want to say scaring people, but we kind of do intimidate people with our energy because it is so powerful, but we're not afraid to be that. We're not afraid to have that presence in the world. And so use that to your advantage. Use your dark femininity. Dark femininity is sexy, okay? There is a reason Lilith was demonized and called a succubus and a vampire is because men hated how much they desired her they were afraid of how powerful she was and how powerless it made them feel to be so attracted to her so drawn to her and unable to pull themselves away no matter what warnings they got they were still intrigued by this powerful being this beautiful and dark goddess but on the other hand you also have to remember that some people do prefer simplicity most people are too afraid of most people are too afraid of boldness and so this is where it all comes together remember everything is building right? So the previous episodes, they're, they're all building up and lining us up to be able to really seduce in the most effective manner. Some people do prefer simplicity. And so that's where choosing the right victim, studying your target comes in. So only use the mixed signals for the targets you sense need more excitement and interest in their life. If someone is completely satisfied by the simple things in life, they don't need a lot of excitement, they're okay with, you know, things that are considered little or, you know, whatever normal stuff, then tone down the mixed signals a bit because you don't want to scare them off to the point where, you know, your whole seduction process is interrupted and, you know, you don't want to waste your time. You should think of yourself like a theater curtain, okay? So on stage, the curtains are heavy and they keep people from seeing what's going on backstage, but people are there looking forward to seeing what's behind the curtain and being entertained and, and staying 
um, invested in the characters and what's going on. And so think of yourself like that theater curtain. You you know when to close the curtain and not give too much away because you wouldn't want the illusion to be broken. You don't want them to see the props backstage and the people who are uh, controlling the lights and stuff. But you don't want to be too closed off to where your person doesn't think that you're interested in them at all and then they back away. You always want to give them a little bit. So you entertain them with the curtain open and you give them what they want and then you close it back until the next show. I just love that analogy because I've done theater for so long and that really makes a lot of sense to me when Robert Greene explains it that way. So I hope that you learned something from this as well. I will be back in one moment with the affirmation of the week. If you're new here, I give you affirmations every week to improve your self-concept and ensure that you can be the best seducer possible. If you haven't already, make sure that you subscribe, share this with somebody you think needs this information, and join our Facebook group, Femininity After Dark. This week's affirmation. I am extremely seductive. I can have anyone I choose. I am extremely seductive. I can have anyone I choose. Thank you so much for listening in on this episode. I hope that you learned something. I hope that this information helps you. I look forward to hearing how you use the art of seduction. Are you looking for lust and some fun? Are you looking for a long-term relationship? Or are you using this for your personal brand? Are you using it in every area of your life? Let me know. Make sure you comment. Again, join our group. We have over 200 people now and growing pretty rapidly. And that's really exciting. I love hearing all of your stories and I love that we encourage each other. It's a really safe space. I feel very comfortable with everyone. I feel like I can be myself here on the podcast. I feel like I can be myself in the group and so I would love to share that experience with you. But yeah, um, (laughs) I guess I don't have too much more to say except for thank you. I'm very grateful for all of your love and your support. And I look forward to talking to you again next week. We have episodes published every Friday, 4 a.m. Central Standard Time. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.